we're just having a, a precursor conversation with these three gentlemen. You know, part, part of the problem with uh, the Hatha yoga teachers is that they don't know what they don't know. They, oh, I see. They, they don't have a clue because they, they've never truly studied. You know, here, you, you can take a, a six-week course, an eight-week course, a three-month course, and then walk out the door and call yourself a Hatha yoga teacher. Mm. It, it, that's extraordinarily ignorant. You know, it's an extraordinary ignorant situation. You know, still people get benefited. Of course, you can. If 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 I told if I as a complete novice told you to go out and jog around your block three times, you're going to get benefit. Yeah, exactly. So there 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 is benefit to it, but it's 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 really mislabeled. I see. You know, they should all be saying this is elementary. Elementary Hatha Yoga, not you know, it's not it's not rep it's not representing the science really. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it it's it's representing a profoundly truncated and very elementary aspect of the science, but it's being represented. I just I just believe in truth and advertising. You know, they they should say what it is. You know, because the the science of Hatha Yoga is truly voluminous. It's a huge science. Yeah, but I think in the in the common understanding, you know, uh, the common the, understanding is is uh, very yoga now today here in Berkeley. You know, it's a body science. It, yeah, it, it's kind of people kind of understand it. I think is very physical. Yeah, not so much spiritual. It's. it's it's profoundly ignorant. It, that's a profoundly ignorant point of view. It, it doesn't represent any of the sages that founded the science. You know, the, the thing is, America, we take what's convenient and what's comfortable, and then we market it. But we, we market it as if it was authentic, as, as opposed to saying, this is my opinion and my take on the science, which I haven't really studied. There's no truth in advertising. Even in the science of Hatha Yoga, uh, it's a profoundly spiritually based science. Mm -hmm. It's not in any way, in any moment, devoid of spirituality. It it was founded by sages, by saints, for God's sakes. How could it be devoid? So how did it degenerate to... Because we're 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 a, we're a sensual body-based uh, society. You know, we are basically materialists. Yeah. You know, you can't go anywhere in India and not run into a shrine. You can go into a liquor store and the first thing you see is a shrine. See, it, it, religiousness and spirituality is integrated into everything. If you take a walk in the forest, in the middle of nowhere, you will still run into a shrine. In the middle of nowhere, you'll come across, come around a tree and there's a shrine sitting up there. That is typically India. You know, get into any cab, there's a shrine. Any cab. (laughs) You know? So... So here, you, you have to understand, you're getting a profoundly truncated version of yoga. It, it's, 
it's not authentic at all, at all. And and here, everything is uh, designed to make a buck. It was it was never like that. That 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 whole idea of making money off of yoga is a, a very um, recent Western event. It's you know. You're talking the last hundred years, and, and what's this? Okay, what's what's this? Well, you know that it, it it doesn't represent anything that what you know was done historically in, in India. Even with with just the science of hatha yoga, just the science of hatha yoga, you were expected to study at least twelve years before you ever opened your mouth to just to help anybody with the science. Twelve years minimum. Here, you're lucky if you got a six-month course. And I've seen all these courses for two months or, or six weeks, yeah, calling yourself a, a yoga teacher. Yeah. In India, 12 years before you opened your mouth to, to, to teach somebody or to help somebody. Can you see the difference? Oh, yes. I, I understand. So, you know... I don't do yoga, and uh, we came to this conversation about me asking you how do you understand yoga, right? Yeah. yeah. And the the difference between genuine yoga uh, uh, from a historical or from the saint's point of view and the American version of yoga, which is a, a profoundly truncated juvenile mm -hmm. uh, science. Mm -hmm. you know? But again, to get back to that root of what is yoga, yoga is, is the science, the method, and the philosophies that 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 bind the finite to the infinite, you know. But the 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 truth is that most people don't really want yoga. You know, like why are there like you know fifteen people in the room and not a thousand people in the room? Because I believe in genuine yoga, and most people are not interested in genuine in yoga. You know, the churches and mosques are full. Are they really looking for God in reality? Or are they looking for comfort in the world? They're looking for physical, emotional, psychological comfort. They're not looking for the revelation of God. That's a whole other reality. That's a whole other journey. See? You want to make, half the people want to make sure when they kick the bucket that they're not falling into an abyss. They want, you know, some nirvana he heaven. So it makes them emotionally comfortable that their greatest fear in life, which is death, they're taking care of it. So they show up at the mosque or they show up at the temple, they show up at the church. See, that has nothing to do with God. That has to do with them psychologically protecting themselves. Sure, sure. Yeah. Is that really God? The search for God? It's, it certainly is not. It certainly is not. See? So, so g genuine yoga, genuine mysticism, genuine uh, search for God, only a, a tiny, tiny minority are looking for that. So you, you have quote-quote yoga teachers and some quote-quote gurus, and they'll have 10,000, 100,000 students, but they're not, they're not teaching the genuine paths to God. See? They they are deeply sophisticated marketers, you know. 
you know, why why did why was twelve people following Jesus and not twelve thousand? <laughs> only only twelve people stood up and took the walk with him. It's not like he was unavailable. He was available. So, so, so you have to really understand, you know, everyone over time will become accomplished in yoga, mysticism, God realization. Everybody will. That, 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 that's our evolutionary journey. But it's only a tiny minority that at any one time in history stand up and say, I'm going to take this walk. And as my master would say, come what may. See? When you say, when you add that addendum, come what may, there's an abandonment. It's like, whatever happens, I'm going anyway. <laughs> you know? It's like when an astronaut gets into a capsule. It's basically come what may. They're not guaranteed to have anything work out in any way that they imagined. They're taking the trip, come what may. And, and real yoga is like that. So what happens is you'll, you'll end up having multiple births with a teacher where there's a slow process of purification and refinement. And um, a good deal of it is sort of having you buck up your courage where you, you're, you're slowly seeing, wow, the teacher can do this, the teacher has done these practices, and they're okay. So I'll take my half step. And then I'll take my next half step. See? Because the, the average human being uh, doesn't yet have the courage to face the true natural forces. You know, the true physics of life they don't have the courage to face it. Everybody wants to live in their self-created, self-created self safe zone. It's safe. I've got my, I've got my family. I've got a decent job. I've got a roof over my head. I'm good. I got my VCR. I'm good. <laughs> That's the average for a human being. They're not moving too far from that. But if you if you choose to take a walk with the saints. It's a walk of, I'm going to walk, I'm going to stand next to this being, come what may. See? It's a whole different deal. It's a whole different deal. You know, it, it, it's only um, those few souls that have, you know, birth after birth after birth after birth of seeking and struggling and failing and accomplishing will stand up and say, okay, I'm going to take this walk. Okay, I'm going to climb Mount Everest. Come what may. Honey, I may not be home, <laughs> you know, tonight. I, I, may, you know, I, I may not be coming back, but I'm going to the top. <laughs> A real yogi has that attitude. He turns to his family and says, honey, I may not be coming back. I'm going. How many souls are going to do that? But but that is part of the price you pay. 
if if you're going to go into higher yoga, not elementary yoga, but higher elementary yoga, everybody can do something. Everybody can do something and benefit. But higher higher yoga is the path of of revelation. You know, and it's not a revelation; it's revelation after revelation after revelation. It's expansion after expansion after expansion. See, and those expansions are going to rock your boat because what you think is conventional reality is 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 a unstable phenomenal condition it's it's not it's not the stable physics of god you know the stable physics of god are off the charts see again Human beings are comf- comfort loving. You know, we want we want sort of a set of conventional certainties that make us feel good. the 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 approach for God to God has nothing to do with what you think makes you feel good. It's it's only about what is real. See. It, Fortunately, heaven happens to be infinitely benevolent, <laughs> so it's it's not it's not bad, but but uh, the nature of God um, strikes fear into the average human being, not because it's bad or cruel or anything like that, just the opposite, but that the magnitude and the scale of the events are so significantly different uh, than what you experience with your conventional uh, intelligence. See? So the, the myst- that's why I say the mystic journey um, takes a, a fierce uh, courage because you're, en- you're entering into a con- conditions <laughs> that are far more expansive uh, 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 and conditions that are not um, uh, perceptual at this level, at, at basic everybody consciousness. So it, it takes it takes courage. You 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 can't do it without fierce courage. It's just not possible. You know the 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 Gita uh, talks about. So does that excuse me, please interrupt you? So does that mean um, it excludes the average person? Yoga does. It doesn't give a chance. No, everybody has a chance. Everybody, everybody, at some time will become accomplished in yoga. But because it, the average person doesn't have that much courage, right? That's true. That's. The, the truth is, we move towards God like worms. And maybe next lifetime. Well, we we're, we're, ex- <laughs> we're exceptionally incremental. Yeah. But, if you get next to a genuine teacher, you can accelerate your progress if you're willing to do what you're told. See? Or, or even just actually just being proximal to them, you're accelerating your, your evolution. Because it just rubs off. Um, everybody, everybody can get some benefit from yoga. 
but the higher levels of yoga you, you have to have in your character, in your disposition, certain qualities. See? So, like, America, it's, we all want to be the king of our own hill, the king of our own castle. So, the, the, the notion of a obedience to a guru is, like, almost antithetical. Like, who is he or who is she? You know? And then, when we do uh, uh, apply some kind of allegiance, we apply allegiance to woefully unfit souls, see, because we're we're looking at the world through such uh, unpurified glasses that we end up finding unpurified teachers, see, or or teachers that represent our own our own hidden weaknesses. So let maybe the teacher wants glory, or the teacher wants wealth, or the teacher wants everyone to touch their feet. So we end up. Because we want that, we find a teacher that's also manifesting that. We, we don't often find teachers that have true, pure heart, which is what we should be looking for, the quality of the teacher's heart. The teacher should not be looking for wealth. They should not be looking for praise. They should not be looking for fame. All those are disqualifiers for a genuine teacher. A genuine guru, those are all disqualifiers. See, A, a genuine teacher seeks to only serve and love God and be obedient to God. See? Obedient. It means we don't make the rules. You know, we we take the assignment and do the job. That's it. You know, a, a guru is a is a is an elevated postman. We don't write the note. We just deliver it. See? But the average human being, they they want to be special, they want to be praised. They, they have this whole list of wants. The genuine gurus, they've zeroed their wants out. You know, they, they, they are comfortable in a state of um, attunement and obedience. See? Okay. So, most of the teachers are, are I hate to say it, just a bunch of nonsense. I, I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm saying it's just a bunch of nonsense. It's just nonsense. Who they are and what they're doing. It's the ignorant leading the ignorant. See? So that puts a big burden of responsibility on the seeker. You know? it, it is, but you know, it's you know, in the beginning, it, it's it's trial and error for the the average seeker, and and then. Um, You'll learn incrementally, and did then... You, did, the, you, did you, when you were young and seeking, was it a long journey for you to find the, the, the man you trusted? I'm still on the journey, but... But you have someone, right? Well, yeah. Someone you really adore and... Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. you know the, the thing is, if you acquire... Uh, a, a purified, elevated um, aspiration. That's what you're going to find. You know, I was really, really fortunate, you know, that, you know, I've lived with a living master. You know, uh, you know, some gurus are saints, some gurus are masters. Master is someone who's completed the, the, the arc of evolution. Their finished product. They're, they they 
dwell in a perfect state of communion with God. And they're there. The, 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 the masters are, are there. It's not a joke. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a fiction. They're, they're really there. And, 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 and uh, t- to live with uh, such a soul is, is the most extraordinary adventure. You know, and to, to the conventional person, I was, the way I could explain it is like, what, it would, what would it be like to live with Jesus? What would it be like to live with Buddha? It, you know, you can sort of get your head around that. Well, that's really what it's like. You know, I mean, you, you, you know, you, you, you start to realize this is no ordinary being. And, and then as you live with them, you see all kinds of miracles that are, it's just normal. You know, miracles are just sort of dancing around them. It's, and they're, they're not like trying to display anything or trying to be anything. That's just what hap- That's just the physics of their environment because of what they are and what's coming through them. You know, and, and if, if you're like a, uh, a disciple or a cella, you're, you're there and you're, you're sort of a witness of the play of God. You know, and, and, and the thing is, if you're a, a higher disciple, which means you have a, a deeper level of sincerity and a deeper level of personal discipline, uh, and you're, you're acquiring a deeper fidelity with the teacher, the guru, then you get all these instructions. The, the thing is, is, like I've seen my master give out thousands of instructions to thousands <coughs> of people, <clears throat> of which if they did it, they would, they would actually enter the, a life of mysticism and, and, and revelation. But the truth is, less than 1% do what they're told. It's not, it's, it's not that the saints and the masters are, are, are not teaching. They are. They're, they're, they're giving genuine method to people to, to advance themselves uh, spiritually. But, you know, people don't follow the instructions. They'll do a quarter of the instructions, a third of the instructions, a part of the instructions, maybe some instructions. They'll twist the instructions. You know, I, 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 I find it extraordinary that they simply don't do what they're told. So, you know, and, and that's the difference between an advanced disciple and just a, a regular aspirant. Is an aspirant will listen to a guru and in the back of their mind, they'll say, I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> and they'll do their little version of, 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 of what the, the teacher has told them to do. But it's like a science. You, 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 you can't just um, take a formula and then reformat the formula to, to your comfort. You have to fulfill the formula as it was given and see the result for yourself. But... I would say 99% of the people sort of reformat the formula to their personal level of comfort and then they dabble with that. You know, as opposed to a more advanced disciple who will be like a ruthless science and who will do exactly what they're told whether they understand the instructions or not. You know, you'll run the experiment. 
to see for yourself. See? And you'll, you'll know as you run the experiments, your, your, your own personal understanding will you know, expand. You know, but in the beginning, you're doing the experiment out of obedience. See? So, you know, to be a, a, a real disciple is, is not an easy thing. And um, you, you, you're, you're a type of uh, Olympian athlete, really, for, for psychologically, you know, psycho-spiritually, you're, you're, you're really a, an Olympian athlete. And really, the, the, the teachers are trying to get people to that level where they're willing to do the, the work and willing to do the experiments so that they can see for themselves. The, the, the teacher doesn't want you to say, oh, Hari Charan says this, so it must be so. No, we don't believe in that at all. We want you to do the experiments so that you can see for yourself. Because we know once you see for yourself, you'll never go back. See? But if someone just says something, you know, at any point you can say, well, maybe that's true or maybe it's partly true. Or, there's always a maybe factor. There's always a question, question mark if someone just says something. But the example I give you is if an elephant steps on your foot, is there a maybe whether it stepped on your foot or not? Or is it a fact? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> if an elephant steps in your foot, there's no maybe. If someone just says something, there's always a ah, maybe. You know, maybe it's true. Maybe he said the wrong word. Maybe, you know. But we, we want you to have absolute conviction. You know, like if someone says to me, maybe... You know, I just think they're, they're ignorant. They're, they're not ignorant in a bad way. They're just ignorant. <laughs> because there is no maybe in real, in real yoga. Do the exp our, our opinion is, do the experiment, see for yourself. If you do that, there is no maybe. You know, you will, you will know this is so, or this is not so. But you have to rigorously do the experiment. See? That's why I say there's a, a, a type of ruthlessness that you have to have where, where you do the experiments, come what may, and see for yourself. But people, the, one of the greatest obstacles is loving comfort. You, you love comfort so much that you do what's convenient and you, they do not follow the teacher's instructions. So what do you expect? So human beings, they sort of plod along at a very, very incremental uh, pace because they love comfort more than they love God. They love, they love comfort more than they love truth. And a real yogi or a high disciple is all in when it comes to truth. They, they, they're going to they're gonna chase truth come what may. See, so the the yogi, the real yogi, is is an unusual uh, uh, psychological being because they they accept on a gut level 
the idea of self-sacrifice. Just it's it you, you don't move high in this science without the willing willingness to sacrifice. It's, it's just not possible. You know, you if 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 you want to be divined by the world, you will not be successful. The high disciple the only opinion they're interested in is the opinion of the saints and the revelation of God. That's it. Secondary to that is the words of the scripture because that reflects the, the mind and the heart of the, of the saints. But if you, if you are, as a yogi are, are psychologically bowing down to any human being, you're not going to make it. You're just not going to make it. If, if, if your mother, your brother, your sister, your friend, your society, uh, none of those things can trump the words of the saints or the words of the scripture or, or revelation itself. See? So that's why that type of adventurousness is needed. Because the, the, the person who is adventurous is willing to cut away from the norm. See? It, it's like the early mariners. You know, 99% of the population is on land. And you'll get 20, 24 guys get into a boat and go out into the sea. Those guys are the adventurous ones. Where all the maps of the day would, would show only so far, and then there'd be a line on the map where everyone is saying, the, the world ends here and drops off into an abyss. And before you reach that zone, they had dragons on the map where they said, there be dragons here. And then you, you precipitously fall off the map. And, and these guys are saying, well, everyone is saying the world is flat, but maybe not. So you had these mariners would get in the boat and, and say, where is the horizon really? You know, does it really drop off at the edge of our vision? Where the sun goes down, see. So I'll be on a boat. <laughs> those guys are fit for yoga. The guys who got onto the boat, those guys are the ones who are fit for high yoga because they're willing to risk everything. Those are the guys who said, "I'm going to see for myself, come what may." See, those guys were the ones who were truly fit for yoga. All the guys who were standing on the shore and saying, hey, I'll see you later. Just not their time. <laughs> it's just not their time. They, they, they will make no significant advancement in yoga. Minimal, modest advancement, yeah, they can. But significant advancement, not, not a chance. Not a chance. So, But see, even like this discussion that we're having, the average person who's pursuing yoga doesn't understand those things. If I go into a room of 500 people who quote, quote, say, I, I'm studying yoga, and I stand up and say, hey, how many people have studied the Bhagavad Gita? A paltry few hands will go up, which is shocking, because that's like the central philosophy of yoga. You know, this, this, the central psychological text of yoga is the Bhagavad Gita. And... and it's appalling and shocking to realize in the room, a giant room or a giant hall, so few hands will go up. You know? 
that's like getting into a rocket ship and never reading the manual. You know, well, good luck. You know, this is the, yoga is not child's play. Yoga is the physics of God. Is 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 to be is to directly understand the science, the physics of God. That's what it is. That's what you're doing in your journey. You know. Why would you not read the manual? Yes. When you say like to risk that you're risking everything yeah. in, in pursuing it, does that mostly refer to like your sense of self, or it's hard to understand? That's a very sophisticated question that you're actually asking. Your sense of self has to go through a, a revolutionary change not a, not a, not modest incremental changes a revolutionary change now let me let me put it in the, a, a, a more a better context for you the change is incremental until you get to higher yoga then it's I mean, all bets are off but the beginning and intermediate uh, stages of, of yoga it's all very incremental so you get a chance to adjust, uh, to, to re-envision what you are. See? Now, let me give you, give you an example. As a regular human being, you, you, we are all human beings commonly ask ourselves who we are. And we think about our historical selves. As you advance in the yogic science, yogic practice, the, the question moves from who we are to what are we, what we are. There's a, there's a shift where, where we start to realize that we've been convinced of our historical self. But then as you, as you continue your journey in yoga, you realize that your historical self is really just a minute fraction of what's really going on. See? That as, as you come into the, the greater physics of God, you have to radically redefine yourself. And as you redefine yourself, your, histor your historical self becomes more and more minimal, more and more marginalized. See? You, 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 it's, it's much better to think of yourself as a being, an energetic being, than as Tommy, Susie, whatever, whatever your call name is. You know, it's, it's much better for you to be a, a conscious energetic than consider yourself a historical being. That sense of, of being a historical being is, is at heart a profound limitation. So when you're practicing and studying meditation, and this is something that people really should learn, if you sit, if you sit down saying you're Johnny Smith <coughs> and, you, and then you stand up after meditation saying you're Johnny Smith, you're merely Johnny Smith. You really haven't learned a whole lot about yoga and meditation. See? In, in meditation, 
if you're practicing correctly, in, in deep meditation, you don't remember your name. You don't you don't remember your gender. All of all of those things become neutralized in meditation. You're 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 an aware, observational being. You don't even remember your gender. You know, if if you're sitting in in meditation and thinking, you know, I'm a male, and my name is Johnny Smith, you're not meditating. You know. But can you think about when you sit in a meditation hall, everybody sits down as Johnny Smith and stands up as Johnny Smith. What'd they learn? In, in deep meditation, didn't, didn't their reflection of that neutrality return to them when they stood up? And shouldn't they have realized that that expansive, radiant silence is actually their deeper nature? Or are they clinging to their historical nature? Meditation is showing you who and what you are. But we still cling to a conventional view of ourselves. See? Higher meditation, higher yoga is often not taught. It's only taught to the selective few. Because if you tell the truth, everyone's going to run out of the room like it's on fire. That's the problem. You know? But if you're around a real teacher who actually tells you, stand in the crucible and don't get out, just stand there and see what happens, you'll start to adjust to, to a greater personal nature, a, a greater nature. We have, a, as human beings, we have a very limited nature. But we have a profoundly uh, expansive, greater nature that is actually what we really are. And, and that we're supposed to be u- utilizing that greater nation for the welfare of all. But because our mother, our brother, our sister, our friends, and our society tell us that our, our, our smaller historical nature is the genuine nature, everyone falls into that, into that camp uh, reinforcing the small and not acknowledging the revelation of of our really expansive condition, what we really are all about. See? So that's why, again, we get back to that. You have to have tremendous courage, be tremendously adventurous in an intelligent way, not stupid adventure, intelligent adventure, um, where, where you can start breaking conventional bounds. It's like <coughs> learning new science. You know, the, the moment you are entering into a new science, there's new vistas of understanding, there's new vistas of awareness, and new vistas of self-definition. See? The moment you enter any profound practice, whether it's profound prayer, profound mantra, profound meditation, if you do it in an intelligent and profound way, you have to start reevaluating yourself completely. You have to actually start reevaluating everything. You know, everything has to be looked at in a in a different context. The context keeps changing as your understanding of the science improves. See? So you know, everybody will become accomplished. 
It's just a question of when. It's a question of when they when, when they get sort of fed up. And some people call it being world-weary. Like, is that all there is? You know, there's got to be more. When you get that in your belly, we, you just feel like there's got to be more. And, and then that starts you to start looking more deeply instead of <coughs> just sort of uh, accepting a conventional view of the world. See? You know, but it, it, it is, it, it, look, I talk about courage and adventurousness, adventurousness, but it also is a heck of a lot of fun. I mean, it, it's like if I said to you, hey, let's go hiking in Nepal. I think you and I would have a blast. You know, I think we, it would be like wonderful. And that's also what it's like, you know. You know, are, are there scary moments where there's a rock slide coming down? We're just, you know, scurrying around, not, you know, trying to save our life. Yeah, that's part of it. But also, are we standing on cliffs and seeing a, a, a vista that blows our mind and our hearts? Yeah, that's also part of it. See? So, it is a heck of a lot of fun, you know? And, and, and you know, in my mind... You can say, you know, God and sublime beauty or ultimate beauty are, are the same thing. You know, the, the, the level of beauty is unimaginable. You're talking off the charts. Off the charts. So what's not to like? You know? What's not to like? You know? And, and the thing is, even if you get one glimpse of those conditions... You'll never stop. From that point on, you, it, it's like another birth in a way, where life after life, you will not forget that energetic, and you will always be seeking it. You'll always, you'll always be restless, one way or the other, and you'll always, you'll always find your way back. You know, so that's that's the key, <coughs> is 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 to get people to the point where they can get a glimpse, you know, where they've washed themselves enough and they've made themselves fit enough to get a glimpse. Because then, like, from our point of view, like, we're happy. Because we know, okay, that guy, he's on his way. You know, no matter how many times they stumble, no matter, whatever, they crack their head, it doesn't make a difference. They're going to get there. They're going to cross the line. You know, you know. The moment... The moment that spark has been realized, you know, we're really happy because we know that you're going to make it. That you know, it's 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 just a matter of time. For everybody else, you know, they they're, they're taking very circuitous routes to God, you know, and they're trying to protect themselves all the time, you know, you know, which means. The more time you don't reach the goal, the more time you're going to have all kinds of suffering. I mean, you're just going to be shaked and baked. It's like what it, it's like watching a car crash over and over and over. That's the average human being. 
you know, they're just a constant car wreck, whether it's physical or it's emotional or it's psychological or it's social. It's just a constant car wreck that they're persistently hiding from the general public. But if you have a little bit more uh, advanced vision, you, you just say, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like watching a car wreck. You know, it's just a matter of time before they hit the wall again. <laughs> but the thing is, if a person can get that spark of revelation, you know, no matter how much nonsense happens, no matter how much difficulty happens, they're going to get over the wall. You know, they're going to be like A-OK. And not only are they going to be A-OK, they are going to become a savior. You know, they, they are actually going to do really significant things in the world to bring more beauty, more harmony, more peace, more kindness, more compassion to the world. The, 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 you know, they're going to bring that energetic back into the world. And, and, and that's like totally a good thing. <laughs> you know, we sort of need it. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's what yoga is bringing you to, 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 to find your, your greater self, not your limited historical self, your greater self. But for it to be real, you know, for not, 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 a, not a myth, not a story, but for your 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 own revelation that you're not going to back up from, see. So, but but to get that, uh, the teachers are really really important, uh, because you know as, as us as human beings, we all have failings, we all have weakness, we all have some kind of fear, and you know, uh, it's nice to know that the Guruji has gone through all of these. Uh, conditions of sort of higher physics and they're still sitting there laughing with you, having tea enjoying pizza you know, you look at them and say, hey, they look okay <laughs> you know, you know they, they, they haven't been ravaged by the process you know, okay, I'm good with that <laughs> you know, and they're, they're still laughing they're still enjoying life you know, they're not like fearful little worms you know so you, you sort of think, okay, you know, you, you, you sort of take heart. And then also, you know that the Guruji is your, uh, is your greatest uh, advocate. And, and also, they're a, a type of protector where any unnecessary difficulty uh, that you have to face they'll run interference for you. See, they'll run interference for you. Necessary difficulties that you have to go through, they'll be there to support you. But unnecessary difficulties, they'll literally run into interference for you and block for you. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll take you around a hazard. As a, you know, no need for you to go through it. So, and then they, they really are like your solicitor or, or advocate before God because once you uh, acquire a genuine relationship with a Guruji, uh, within that Guruji's uh, uh, <coughs> hidden, hidden consciousness is they will never stop uh, praying for your welfare. From, from that moment on, once that connection is made, they are your advocate. They, they really are. It's not a joke. They really are your advocate before God. 
and uh, their goodwill will never stop until you're com- you reach your completion. That's not a joke. I'm telling you the, the God's honest truth. You know, um, um, their goodwill is with you forever. You know, and and their advocacy advocacy is with you forever until you're finished. You know, so. Um, and and also another thing about the Gurjis um, that are uh, uh, really important to know is that they don't have any judgment. You know, it doesn't make a dink of what you've done in your life, good, bad, indifferent. What they're going to do is encourage you in Dharma. If you do some crazy stuff, they'll they'll just tell you. You know the the types of event karmas that will come from that event, they're, but they're not judging you. They're never saying boy, bad boy, bad girl. They're not saying that at all. They're just saying this action brings this result. They're saying it like a scientist. <laughs> this action brings this results. You know, and and these are these are mediating actions that you can do to to minimize those those uh, those results. See. So you, you, you never feel uh, judged. You, 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 they don't judge you. You know, they, they're, they're, just, they're just souls that, that want you to uh, come to a state of greater completion. They know whatever you did is because of your, your, lack, of, your, your lack of sense of completion. See? But there's no judgment. You know, no matter what's going on, there's no judgment. And, and once you really realize that, Ram Krishna, Ram Krishna... This is a Sadhu Nick Warren's coming in. You can you can sit here, Nick. You know, once you once you realize that about about the teachers, okay, please come. Oh, that's okay. You can take them off here. Come through. You know, once you realize that about the teachers, it makes life a lot easier. You know, because you know, look, look the, the average person is doing all kinds of stuff. You know, you know, some they're doing a little cheating there. You know, they're swinging naked on the chandeliers with their girlfriends. They're doing some, you know, wacky stuff. But from our position, we don't give a dick. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. You know, it's it's just stuff. You know, it's just, it's just stuff. Just to be. It's like you know, a mild stain on the shirt. You just wash it out, and you don't think about it the next day. You know, it's just it's just psychic stains, or it not even stain even has a negative context. It's it's just stuff. It's just stuff that needs to be sorted out. We don't care if you swing with the chandeliers. Who cares? As long as you swing with the chandeliers with a kind heart, we're good with you, and you're not hurting anybody. We're good with you. You know, there's no problem. You know, get naked, swing from the chandeliers. It's okay. Just go in with a good heart. Don't don't hurt anybody. You know, we're good. See, so this is no judgment. No, you know, who cares? So, whatever, whatever you're doing, Ram, 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 whatever, whatever you, you know. It's just the 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 Guruji's jobs are just to to give you the dharmas, meaning the paths of righteousness, is the path of righteousness, to sort stuff out. You know, just just. To, to sort stuff out 
and bring you to a, a, a truer sense of happiness, or moving from, from pleasure to happiness to joy, uh, and, and to move from being incomplete to being complete. You know, from moving to be, from being partial to to being the, being whole. The reason why every human being has has anxiety is because subconsciously, intrinsically, they know they're always in a partial state. They're not complete. That's why we all have anxiety because we have a state of incompletion. That's that's what's there. And it's it's the all these various methods to move towards righteousness. Um, or to move towards harmony, to move towards completeness, everything will work out. The, 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 the Guruji's are like a, they're like a, a depository or, or, or a library of methods of harmony or methods of peace or methods of wholeness. That's what they are. They're, they're just like a big library of, 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 of that type of knowledge. You know, knowledge of of completion. How how do you get from partial to complete? You know, so again, what's not to like? See, but you know, being around a teacher is is also uh, for many people can be very difficult because the teachers or the genuine Dharma teachers are all about what is true. And average human beings are all about spinning their own personal myth. You know, they're trying to create their own self-serving story in the world. And if you're around teachers closely, it's really about a great get real moment <laughs> about what's really going on, you know, what the real dynamics of life are, not what you're sort of mythological yarn is see so for a lot of people uh, they are uncomfortable around the teachers um, because the, the teacher you know if you're just spinning your yarn what we'll do is smile at you serve you tea and say have a good day <laughs> that's it it's because what you're doing is just very tiresome and, and, and often just, just useless. But if, if you're willing to, to, to say, I'm really interested in what the nature of truth is, what the nature of, of, of reality is, that's like an apprentice uh, or sort of a journeyman scientist coming into a really good lab. You're like, wow, you've got like the best equipment. <laughs> you know, you've got all the resources. You know, you're just like raring for the next experiment. Like, let's go. You're in the lab, man. Let's, let's go to work. At least, at least that was my experience. It's like, wow. You know, all the tools are available. You know, the manuals are there. Uh, the professor is there, you know. Nobel, Nobel professor is there. Like, man, let's go to work. So, I'm just telling you sort of firsthand how, it's, how it is. But... If you go in with, like, this is the way the world is, you're going to be very uncomfortable. If you're trying to spin your own personal yarn, you're going to be very uncomfortable. And the, the truth is, most people are trying to spin their own yarn. 
You know, I, I've known uh, people who have, like, around my master, my master is Sadhguru Sankishava. This is an image of him right there, and then another image of him right here. You know, you know, it's being around him was like being around a sort of a divine physicist, where literally everything was possible. Literally, everything was possible. You could ask him a question about anything. And you can sit there on the floor and have a four-hour conversation, you know, and he could work out, you know, how you understand these things, how you run the experiments, you know, what the various results are, you know, what the various conditionalities of, of human consciousness are and when they experience various things. It's, I mean, it was a lab where everything was available, you know. Any experiment could be run. Any insight could be acquired. You know, and they're not like you and me, who are like uh, very temporally based <coughs> beings. The masters are not like that. Masters, and this is something I've witnessed. I'm not talking out of. I'm, I'm talking from personal direct experience. They have knowledge of past, present, and future, just like you have knowledge of what you had for breakfast today. They, they don't have any limitation like you and I who are linear who think about past, present, future the masters are not like that at all not at all and one time I asked my Guruji about that and, and he said you know Hari Charan you as a being uh, are along a linear your consciousness is moving along a linear line where you have past, present, future and you, you look along the line. But he says, we don't exist like that. We exist like this. We look down at the line and we can see past, present, and future. You know, we, we, we don't have the, we're not working with the limitation that you're working with. You know, so, and, and you see that, you know, frequently. You know, I can take anybody, any of you people into the room with my master and there's nothing at any point in your life that he didn't know within maybe three seconds. You know, he could tell you what you were doing on your seventh birthday, where you were, who was in the room. He could give you a verbatim conversations that you had and the responses that people said to you, what your mother was wearing, what she cooked, and all the karmas of all those things. I mean, that was like normal, you know, normal. He could tell you when you're going to have a cold in the next year. You know, what day you'd have a car accident. There was nothing that was hidden from him. You know, literally nothing. You know, and when I say, you know, let's, let's say you're a 50-year-old man, your, your uncle, your dad. He could tell you when you're married, who you're married, what your in-law's name was. And having never met you, never met you, you know, there, there was literally... <coughs> And not only who was around, he could tell you, this is what you were thinking, and this is what you said, and this is what, verbatim, and this is what they said back to you, and these are the karmas. Okay, have you been around a person like that? Well, that was my master. The, 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 there was like, but what, what made you feel okay? Because all of a sudden, you had no more mass. There was no more hiding anything, which... For every, all of us, a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit, you know, a little bit exposed. But 
the good thing was you also you had also the direct knowledge that there was like zero judgment and it's like Jesus Christ thank you there was like zero judgment because in front of him there was there was no hiding anything no hiding anything you know but again zero judgment so it's like we're good you know otherwise you'd be terribly uncomfortable yeah we've all had a malicious thought or an unpleasant thought or a sordid thought every human being has don't lie about it it's true so we don't want to broadcast that but the thing is it's just the stuff stuff human stuff no big deal and and you're you're more than human stuff you you were born in the divine you're going to return to the divine this is just stuff along the way you know so they 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 would just show you the methods of of liberating yourself from your pervasive dream we have a very dynamic personal dream of life and 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 they would just show you paths of becoming radically objective and radically insightful to, to say to know the difference between the lucid dream that we're all living and the the, the reality which is the, the greater context of our life see we're all living a very dynamic lucid dream but there is a way to see oh i'm dreaming there is a way to see that and then to take then to assume your greater identity see does that do this make sense yeah <laughs> but the, the 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 deal is if you, if you meet one uh significant yogi you know that that's like a door because that that soul can um introduce you to a higher community like if you just if you if you just joe regular your community is joe regular you know you're a sports dude you you run around with a bunch of jocks if you're a scientist you you're spending time with a lot of scientists if you're a musician your community is musicians but if you're a higher yogi saint or all these different kinds of conditions they they live in in a community also and you as an aspirant can get access to their their community see so when my guruji was in the body you know i would be very eager to to find people who who were being earnest or had some potential to bring them to him you know just so that they could have the introduction you know so that some future karmas could come out where they could have greater access to that kind of community you know and and many of you um because you you've, you've been around have met many saints the many saints have come to this house you know and a number of you people who have been around uh, can say with great authority that you've met multiple saints simply because you've you know had the good sense to come through the door see but how many people can say that i've met multiple saints in my life that's a minority that's a real minority but the thing is the the gurujis are an are an opportunity they're they're an opportunity for higher access and and higher method 
If you don't take that opportunity, you have mundane opportunity and mundane method. See? But if you get around the, the higher yogis, some, 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 some genuine, any genuine practitioner, then, then you have the opportunity to, to meet that being, or that soul's community. See? You, you just have a... It's just like if you're, you're, if you're a musician and I hang out with you, all of a sudden I meet a whole bunch of musicians. Simply because that's, I, can, I can come in the community through you. It's exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. You know, I've known saints all of my life. I'll know saints the day I die. You know, I'm, I'll, I'll always be involved in that community. You know, they'll, they'll never change. Never going to change. So anybody that um, I'm with, or I was with my, my, my master, who's, you know, he's a super high community, <laughs> a mega community, you know. But, you know, you could be walking with my master, you know, in India or something, and, and he'll point to some beggar. Like, when we look, we think, oh, that's just a beggar. Where do you say, go pranam to that soul? That person who looks like a beggar is, you know, a great soul, a Mahatma, you know. But to our eyes, it just looked like a beggar. But the, the, the Guruji will give you a heads up. That's, not, that's, no, that's no ordinary beggar there. There may be a lot of beggars, but that one's not an ordinary beggar. That guy is a Mahatma, a great soul. <laughs> See? So, you know, they'll point things out to you that to, to, gives you an opportunities that you would have otherwise just walked right past. You know, or they'll say, "Please practice this mantra. Please practice this mantra." You know, there's like a million mantras, but they'll be pressing you to practice a particular mantra because they know for a fact that if you do that, you're going to get a tremendous bang for your buck. A lot of the headaches and miseries that you would have gone through now is is not going to happen. You know, it's just not going to happen. You, you you go right past all that nonsense. You don't have to. You don't have to get your your feet and hands burned or your head bashed, see? But, but it, it takes time for the average person to see the opportunity that they have and then to take advantage of the opportunity, you know? It's, it's not easy, but you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to what's in your heart. All of your progress at the end of the day comes down to what's in your heart. If, if your heart is full of corruption, I guarantee you, you will find a corrupt teacher. Guaranteed. 100%. If your heart is pure or truly seeking, you will find a higher teacher. That is a fact. That is a fact. You, you will get what you want. You know, Even what you want, is if it's hidden in your subconscious and that's what you really, really want, you can say, I want all this really kind stuff, but really you're a greedy SOB in your heart. That's exactly what you're going to get. You know, That's exactly what you're going to get. You know? If you really, really, really want truth, if you really, really want to know the, the meaning of love, if you really want that, you will get a teacher like that. See, so at the end of the day, you got to check your heart. <laughs> you know, check your heart for really what you want, because that is for sure what you're going to get. You know. So we haven't talked about anything that we were going to talk about, 
but these three gentlemen have come in and sort of sparked a, a whole other a whole other dialogue. <laughs> so from my point of view, that's probably what God wanted us to talk about. Do you have any any thoughts? He, he asked a question. The gentleman asked a question about what is yoga, and that's how this conversation started. When what is and he asked a little, a few uh, biographical things. Um, but the, the truth is, everybody is destined for completion. Everybody. There, there's no soul who's abandoned. There's no soul who's going to go to eternal purgatory. That's all a bunch of baloney. That's, it's really crap, just be honest with you. you know, that's just manipulative nonsense. To, 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 to manipulate you into following this theology or that theology or, you know, religious politics. It's all a bunch of garbage. It's, it's manipulative. At the end of the day, everyone will find completion. It, it's just when you, when you, because you have free will, choose to enter the journey, when you choose to enter the process of self-sacrifice, when you choose to put love before hate and limitation, it's when you choose. You know, God gave you free will. It's so entirely up to you. <laughs> you know? When you make those decisions, then heaven will send all manner of, of help. You know? And you will not be walking in, in darkness and confusion Heaven, heaven wants to reveal itself to you. It's not that heaven is not actively trying. It is. It's that we turn away. It's, it's not that this, the, the sun is not shining. It's that we pull the shades. It, it really is on us. It's, it's not on heaven. You know, the world is full of chaos, not because of God. It's because of our decisions, our choices, our proclivities. It's not because, you know, an infant loving energetic is not manifesting itself all the time. It is. Learn meditation and you'll see it is. It's, it's our own self-engineered blockages that are stopping us from, from the, the life of revelation. It's, it's so on us. It's, you can't blame anybody. It's on us completely. So, you know, profound meditation profound prayer, profound, you know, mantra practice, uh, serving the welfare of, all, of others, you know, those just have to be part of the, the platforms of your life. And then you go out and do whatever you're going to do, whatever your own creative journey is. But, you know, you, you, your life has to stop being about you. You have to stop saying, what's good for me? and start saying, what is for the best? See, that's, that's like, from a yogic point of view, we're always thinking, what is for the best? You know, the, 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 the word, the, the, the concept of what's good for me, it's just like taking filth and putting it in my mouth. It's not, that's not gonna ever happen. It's not gonna happen, you know? What is for me? That's, <coughs> that's an extinct, you know, vulgar notion. From my perspective, 
That, so there's an idea that has to come what is for the best. Meaning you, you want everyone to be housed, everyone to be clothed, everyone to be fed, everyone to be cherished. You know, isn't that more civilized, more decent, you know? So you, you become the, a, a quiet engineer in your own little part of the universe of trying to do what's for the best. You know, large or small, whatever God, whatever project God assigns you, large or small, you do your bit. You know, God says you blow up and be a big teacher, you blow up and become a big teacher. And God says you become a painter and work in a quiet neighborhood. That's exactly what you do. You know, you know, like I said, we're postmen. We're, you know, we don't write the letters. We just deliver the stuff. So that's what it, that's, I'm giving you sort of all this kind of inside uh, yoga so that if you're going to pursue this, like you don't have to pursue yoga at all. Go live your life. Just do whatever you want to do. It's okay. But if you do choose to uh, inquire into the path of yoga, first check your heart. You know, really rigorously check your heart and try to find a practitioner. See, not a philosopher. Try to find a practitioner. See? Someone who's been there and someone who's invested their life in it. Not someone who learns a bunch of philosophies, reads a few books, and then wants to empty your, empty your wallet. Transfer your funds to my funds. You know, that's all a bunch of rubbish. You know, you know, the, 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 the real yoga teachers are true holistic prosperity. You know, they don't want themselves to be prosper and do well. They want everybody to prosper and do well. See, there's no such thing as a genuine teacher, a genuine yoga teacher, you know, who doesn't, who is not always thinking about your welfare. It's, it's not possible. It's just not possible. See? There's, there's no such thing as a, a yoga teacher who is a businessman. It's not possible. Not possible. See, it's, it's all on the charts. It's not possible. You know? No Guruji is a, is a businessman. Not, they, they work for God. You know, what is business? Some trashy human exchanges? Who, what is that? See? So... I guess this is like your your Sunday micro dose of reality. <laughs> Any thoughts or questions? <laughs> well, you know, um, I was listening to you, and um, you were talking about your your teacher, my master, Sadhguru Sankeshavadas. And you were talking about his capabilities. You know, off the charts. Off the charts. If you want to, but my thoughts were, well, what is that good for if I know all the past and know all the future? You know? It's not. Or a, is it just a, like a like a chip on your shoulder? Oh, I can do this. No, not at all. See, that's uh, thinking. That no, 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 no. It's not like that that's at all. I, you asked about my thoughts. That yeah. My thoughts. You know? Yeah. No. Uh, no, it's not like that. Uh, the, the, and I don't. I'm not at all. I I I trust that your teacher was a great. He was. Great. Being, you know. Yeah, he was. 
Yeah, but, no, but that was my thought. Yeah, because you're thinking from a very, very human point of view. Let me try to qualify this so you understand better. The like guru. Some people can ele elevate, you know. Yeah. So what is that good for, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand what you're saying. That was my thinking. The, 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 yeah. the, let me put it in a, in a better context for you so that you get a, a clearer understanding. We're not thinking, you know, abilities, these are called siddhis, the powers, abilities. The human being will think of it as a, a, an accomplishment or a form of capital. That's not how they relate to these, these abilities at all. The, the Gurujis are more like a force of nature. They're just being what they are. They're not, they're not saying this is good, this is bad, this is important, this is not important. They're, they're just like a living force of nature. And, and, and that's just what they are. Like if the wind blows, we don't say it's good or bad. It's just the wind blowing. You know, if the sun shines, it's just the sun shining. It, it, it's its own natural physics. The, the sun is not judging its power. The, 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 the masters are like that. They're not judging their abilities or their facilities. There's no sense of judgment. It's just, it's just their, their nature. The sun's nature is to shine. You know, the, the, a master just has infinite facility, and that's just their nature. They're not trying to show it or not show it. They're not judging it at all. It's just their nature. You know, they, they, they exist with infinite facility without ego. See? You and I exist with ego, so we're making all kinds of judgments and assessments. But they're just like a force of nature. They're just like the sun being the sun. And the sun has the ability to, to radiate and to warm and to light and all other kinds of things. The sun is just being the sun. It's, 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 it's not reflecting on its power or its light. It. Yeah. It. So the, 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 the master is just like that. You know, for you and I looking at it going, wow, they can do this and they can do that. But they don't think of it like that at all. That's, that's just what they are. It's like Buddha being compassionate. He didn't think, oh, I'm compassionate. That's just what he was. You know, or, or loving wisdom of, of Jesus. He didn't think about it. That's just what he was. That was the, what the being was. So the, the masters are just like that. They're, they're, they're just a, a divine force of nature being what they are. You know, for us, it's phenomenal. For them, it's just their own, their own being nature. So... But I can say whatever, <clears throat> from a phenomenal point of view, wh whatever uh, energetic was manifesting from them, it was, it's, it's always uh, beneficent. Oh, beneficent. It's always healing. You know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's never self-absorbed. Um, it, it's, 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 it's completely non-egoic based. It's completely non-egoic based. Yeah, yeah. Human beings, we're all egoic based. That's where we are right now. But they're, they're not like that at all. And, and the, the point of living with such a being is to realize there is another reality. Because we're surrounded in a community of egoic based beings. And then it's a revelation to be around a being who's not egoically based. That's a whole other order of, 
of, of revelation, just being around them to say, wow, the, the, what, what they're doing is completely a natural function of existence, not, not centered around a, a notion of I am doing this or I am doing that, so, or I am profiting or I am not profiting. That, that doesn't exist in their psyche. And for us, it's a revelation to see a being of another order. You know, just of a completely different... They, they exist in a completely different context than the context that you and I conventionally exist in. And, and that is a revelation. It, it's just a revelation to, 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 to be around a being that's non-egoically based. You know, literally every day, every day, you know, I, I just had sort of a, really on a basic daily basis, and I was with them 24-7, of like, wow, you know, I've never seen this before, you know, you know, even if someone lifts a cup, I am lifting a cup, but if he lifted a cup, it wasn't like I, he was lifting a cup, you know. I mean, so from simple to sublime, it was it 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 was just different, just different. You know. You know, can you imagine being around a person that, to their very marrow, is kind? I mean, literally, not a malicious bone in their body. Can I imagine? Yeah. It, of course. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, it's extraordinary. It's extraordinary, you know, but there are souls like that. There are beings like that, and there and there is a process and a method to fulfilling yourself in that reality. There, there really is a method to it, you know. They they live they live in a stable reality. We don't live in a stable reality in any one moment. Any one moment we have a different emotional energetic, different physical energetic, different psychological energetic in any moment. We're, we're, we're a case of constant fluctuation. And they're not. It, I mean, that, just seeing that is a revelation. You know? So, you know, being around saints and having the opportunity to be around masters is... If you're paying attention, is a revelation. It, it, it's just a mind-blowing revelation. You know, they exist in, in such a different context of life that that even even reflecting on it, even now I'm hiding that my mind is being blown. But even now my mind is blown because uh, the, the the absolute context of your life is so different than the life that we live, you know. And, and by um, first being witness to it and then constantly contemplating on it, you can slowly be drawn into that context. Slowly, 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 slowly. We all sort of incrementally slide in, you know, where we have to just lose our conventional or, or, or release our conventional uh, our conventional moorings, things that we hold on to, and sort of ease into the a higher physics, mm-hmm. you know. But you know that's why all the practices take time because you know, we're fortified with the conventional. 
you know, that's that's our known, you know. And these other conditions that the saints and the masters live in, um, it takes time to adjust to their reality. And, and all the practices of profound prayer, profound mantra, profound meditation help us to ease into that because we start to get um, a direct perception of what's really going on. See, you know, we live in like this micro theater as human beings when there's a macro theater going on. And meditation really gives you a, a front row seat to what's really going on. But it takes a very, very, very long time to adjust to it. Like if I said to you, as in the, they, they speak about uh, uh, a glimpse of God is, is like the light of a thousand suns. Now, as a regular human being, we think about that in a symbolic or a metaphoric point of view. Now, from a meditational point of view, you actually have to witness that thousand suns. That, that has to be one of the revelations that you pass through. Where, where you actually look unblinkingly into the light of a thousand suns. Can you imagine the psychic type of adjustment that you have to make? Can, can you understand that? What, what, what that's going to take? And the, the example I give some friends is, is, let's say there's a nuclear bomb sitting on the floor here, and I hand you the switch. And I say, okay, you're holding the switch. I want you to set that bomb off, look into the light, and don't blink. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the, the power, the light, and the radiance that you have to look into? And the, the provision is don't blink. <laughs> Can you really imagine? Because what I'm telling you is a living reality. I'm, t I'm telling you what I've seen. I'm not, I'm not telling you some theory. I'm telling you, this is just, these, these are the events. When I talk about the physics you know, of, of, of yoga, the physics of God, you're, to, you're talking of, of an order of magnitude that doesn't exist here. An order of magnitude that no conventional human, human mind conventional methods or methodology or, or ability of human mind can, can, can exist. But it, it's within every human being's ability. You just have to know how. And you, 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 these are thresholds that you must pass through. It's not a joke. You know, and, and that's not even God. I call that just the garments of God. You know, but why why does God make it so difficult to it's not, so shocking to No, it's that see that's yeah. you're thinking like a human being. That's the problem. Of course. You know? <laughs> you know? It's it's like saying why is nature being nature? I mean, I, I hear what you're saying about yeah. the lights and yeah, the yeah. blinding lights and May I add a comment? Sure. Uh, sir, that, yes, you are a realist, um, and that's good. Now, in reality, there's the village, there's the foothills, and there's the high mountains. 
And in the village, I can live with my ego and build a farm or a castle. In the foothills, I begin to see that the valley is still there, but I have a higher perspective. Mm -hmm. And in, my, in the mountains, I see that the valley is there, and the foothills are there, and it's still a higher yet perspective. Yes. And if I take the metaphor of physics, the real physics that we all live in, we've gone from that age of Newton to the age of the nuclear. And what that has brought us is first an understanding of nature, which is beyond what we knew before, and therefore, to the extent we took reality as what we uh, knew, what we experienced, uh, quantum mechanics is a different reality in which the first reality has to fit. And so over time, we first found quantum mechanics as this means the limits of our knowledge. And then later on, we found that we can manipulate it and begin to just now approach studies of consciousness and the use of and the operation of materials at the fundamental level of space and time. So, what is the use of space and time? What is the use of knowing it at different levels? There isn't any. You just climb in the mountain. Is that something or offer anything? Sure, I think it's valuable. <coughs> so, these are all different, all different gradations of, of nature. See, we live in a lower gradation of nature, then there's a middle gradation, the higher gradations, sublime, you know, these are realms or levels of nature. They're all true, but the higher ones trump the lower ones. Um, they're just different expressions of nature, different realities of nature. And, and it, the thing is, is, is to move into fullness, that's all. But, but fullness, um, fullness is, is far more than your conventional understanding. You know? the, the, the thing is, you, just, the, you learn that life itself is beneficent. It's, life itself is holy. And it's, it's just on a far grander scale than conventional reality. And, and your, the, your evolutionary journey is to move into the fullness of existence, the, the, the fullness of truth. That's all. Not partial truth, the fullness of truth. That's, that's the journey. You know, and, and there's all types of souls uh, along the way. You know, there's, you know, there's the mystics that have one level of understanding, there's the saints that have another level of understanding, and there's the masters that have another level of, of fullness. And, and the common human being, and aspirin, we're, we're all moving along the way uh, through different gradations of fullness, different gradations of vision, different gradations of, of intimacy with wholeness. See? That is the journey. You know, and, and as I said earlier, it's just to find, uh, you know, people who are, who are actually practitioners, who, have, who are actually have some level of accomplishment. You know, if you travel with a fool, you're on a fool's journey. See, that's, that's I'm trying to tell you, be careful, check your heart so that you don't go on these fool's journeys. You know, that it's like a dog chasing its tail. 
very entertaining, but completely useless. And that's what most of what you're getting is a dog chasing its tail. It's having a great time, but it's going nowhere. See? And most of the teachers that you're going to be studying with or looking at, they're a dog chasing their tail. They're not going anywhere. They have accomplished nothing. So check your heart. Find out what's most profound and noble in your heart. And really work on generating that. If you do that, that will bring you into the company of the saints. You know, you'll become a candidate. You'll become qualified. And then, you know, if you have the interest, the higher sciences will be uh, made available to you. And then, then you've got to get in the lab and run your experiments. Because it's not about what anybody tells you. It's about what you realized. See? It's, it's what you know as a fact. And, and, and all genuine teachers want you to, to be accomplished in fact. See? Not a theoretician, but know the ground you stand on. That, that is the journey. And, you know, no one's going to force you to do this. You, you, you do it, be, ultimately you do it because you want to know truth. What, what is truth? And, and you, you, you want to, and if you're like of an artistic mentality, what is the nature of, of true beauty? What is the nature of true, true love if you have the artistic temperament? You know, that will lead you into the same mysticism as the person with the very scientific what is truth? What is truth? You know, that's the, that's like the scientific guy. But whether you're scientific or artistic, you'll be brought in. You know, what is ultimate beauty? You know, you know what is ultimate truth? They're exactly the same thing. They're exactly the same thing. Just different ways of, of going, going inside. So in conventional yoga, they'll say jnana and they'll say bhakti. You know, the way of discriminative wisdom and the way of 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 loving compassion. See? <laughs> they, they get you to the same exact place. They get you to wholeness. So, any thoughts? Hari's been going along and along and along saying this and saying that. We didn't talk about anything that we were going to talk about. But Beginning and new, huh? Yeah. yeah. You know, you got you to go with the flow. <laughs> You know, so there's th three new gentlemen, and also you. You I've seen many years ago. You came. Yes. Yeah, and I, I remember you. You sat right Ms. here. Holly Wilson. Yeah. Huh? Miss Holly Wilson. Yeah, Holly. Yeah, Holly used to come. Oh. She oh. said she's spending the day with her daughter. Oh, good. So good. She would have come. With yeah, Holly and Heather. Yeah. So, you know, my my thing is, you know. At the end of the day, try to appreciate the opportunity. This is my, my plea to you. For God's sakes, you know, understand the opportunity that you have. You know, you know, when you meet a genuine practitioner, for God's sakes, don't take it for granted. You know, you, you just sort of won the lotto and you don't know it. You know, so, you know, take advantage of the situation. And I can say that from my own experience watching my master, Literally thousands of people came by, you know, came in the door, out the door. I mean, thousands, not, not hundreds, thousands. 
But out of the thousands, so precious few took the opportunity to, to really understand the science, you know, make the necessary sacrifices, do the, do the appropriate practices to acquire some intimacy with God. To, to, to say, well, God is a fact, as opposed to, in, you know, God, for everybody, is generally theoretical uh, or, or faith-based, as opposed to fact-based. You know, take, take the opportunity to, to realize, wow, I've got like a super opportunity here to learn real method and to have my questions really ferreted out and for me to see for myself. You know, just, just really, really, really take the opportunity and, and then run the experiments. You know, not casually, run it like a madman, like really get into your experiments. And, and then, then you'll know for yourself. And I'm, I'm only telling you exactly what I have done and what my life is, my hidden life is about is, is there is at no time I'm not running an experiment. No time at all. I'm always running some experiment regarding the nature of God and God revelation at all times, whether you see it or don't see it. It's, there's always experiments going on. You know, and, and this has been all of my life. So I... I I would say, you know, I've had some modest measure of, 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 of success. I, I really encourage you to do the same thing, you know. Anything I say, I'm not talking theory. I'm talking about what I know, what I've either experienced or been a direct, direct witness to. I don't think anything theoretical. But my attitude is you can do it too. It, it is not easy. Climbing Mount Everest is not easy, but it's a can-do. You know, train, prepare, and then go. Do it. You know, every one of us can climb Mount Everest. It just means that we have to condition ourselves, that's all. We, we just have to condition ourselves, and then we go. And yoga is the same thing. You, 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 have, you have to go through... The conditioning in yoga is going through multiple, multiple purifications of the heart. That is what it is. And then, when you have sufficient strength, make the climb. You know? But it's a can-do. Everybody can sit in silence. Everybody can pray. Everybody can do mantra japa, repetition of sacred utterance. Everybody in the room can do that. There's nobody that can't. Everybody can have a kind word when they step out the door. That, that, is, that is the work. You know, but, but you have to make that the hidden center of your life. You, know, you can do all of your other jobs. You know, you're a scientist, you're a fireman, you're an Indian chief, who cares? You, you can do all your jobs that the world has put upon you. But from the yoga perspective, we also have a hidden life. So you have a bifurcated life. You have a hidden life of quiet mysticism, and then you have a, 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 a visible life of, of whatever your trade happens to be, and, and attend to both of them. You know, you've still got to pay the rent, <laughs> so you've got to show up to work. You know, but it doesn't mean that you can't be running these experiments in your heart. See? Any thoughts, questions? Mm -hmm. What brought you guys here today, anyway? 
I mean, like out of the blue, it's like years. You know, all of a sudden you pop up. I didn't want to come alone, so oh. he invited me. I see. I see. Uh, well, if you want to see any more, just you know, friend me on been, Facebook. Absolutely, I've been yeah. sharing sharing yeah. material. He he brought some stuff to me to listen to, and then I discovered things and I brought it to him. You've been so sharing amongst ourselves. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So. It's kind of neat because he's my son, you know. Mm -hmm. Wow. You're lucky. We haven't interacted that much about mm. things mm -hmm. for a long time. So mm -hmm. But you're, you know, you're having the most important dialogue. You know, this is about yeah. the real meaning of life, the real purpose of life. You know, not just, you know, nonsense yeah, verbiage. Yeah, it, you know, this yoga is about spending your time well. You know, one other thought you asked about thoughts was um, about, you know, don't think about yourself, think about others, you know. Absolutely. And then there's the flip side of it, like thinking about yourself in terms of realization. You're actually benefiting everybody, the universe. That's, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You... you you do this for the welfare of all. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm Yeah, you, you, there's, there's no such thing of practicing yoga for you. That's, so that's a wonderful thing to, yeah, to it, engage. It, 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 it is completely a compassionate humanitarian activity, if you understand it correctly. It's not about you being uh, empowered or you being more beautiful. It's, it, it's not about any of that. You know, it, it's about you being a, a dynamic, positive element in the world. Well, less of an impediment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe in the beginning, less of an impediment. <laughs> in the beginning, but later on, you're you're, you're actively u useful. You know, you're you're actively use, useful in the world. In the <laughs> yeah. So, but that's you know. It's it, it's it's really a, a positive challenge, and and the beauty is is that as you start to understand yoga, is that yoga is involved in everything. I don't care what trade you have, from cooking to architecture, yoga is there. You know, you know, you, to make a more useful uh, building or make a more beautiful, nutritious meal, it's all yoga. At the end of the day. Everything becomes yoga. So, Frank, you have to go. Yeah, I'm headed out. Okay. Anyway, let me shake your hand yeah. and round Please come again. Yeah. You know, don't be. You, do you live in Berkeley or the area? I do. Yeah. Um, don't 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 be a stranger then. Okay. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. Yeah. I'll visit you at your shop. So this is. Is this young man your son? No, I'm his son, but he's a friend of his. I see, I see. Okay. He, he came to me as a possible tenant, and we became friends. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, good. So, you know. He reminds me of myself in, at that age. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's really a lot of fun. Yeah. So, any of you guys, ladies and gentlemen, and the young ones, have any thoughts or questions? I, can, I have a statement that you told me a while back that might be relevant to the 
All right, Ram Krishna. Okay, children, thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. Um, it's just something that I've remembered for years and years and years, so it might be a statement that helps you. But following on what uh, Nick was talking about, how your your vision, you can just see the trees, and then you can see the foothills, and then all of a sudden your vision is bigger when you're looking from the foothills, and then your vision is bigger when you're looking from the mountaintop, but there's still visions higher than where you're standing. And Hari once said that it's like a dog. A, a dog can't learn math, but it doesn't mean math doesn't exist. Right. So I've used that for so many times, like, okay, I get that. So math exists, it's just a dog's mind hasn't been expanded or trained or it, it, might, it might need multiple lifetimes to be able to realize that math exists. Yes. So our life, we're like dogs with, <laughs> there's sciences out there that our, do our brain just can't expand and visualize. Yeah. So is that in line with what you were trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, kind of as an image off of yours, that you know, in the valley it may be smoggy and I don't know there are hills around it. You know, I'm in the hills I can see there's a valley. And if I, if I can't see the mountaintops hidden by the foothills. When I see I'm in the mountaintop I can see the hills, the valley, and the other mountain peaks. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you have an evolving, expanded vision. <laughs> And with each revelation, you you, you have to. Uh, yeah, the, the way I, underst I yeah. understand things, kind of similar. We, we you know, we, we our our mind kind of lives in conceptual um, construction. You know, like we understand the world in a particular way because of the human mind, the way it evolved, and. and there's something beyond it, you know. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of imprisoned by, by we're mm -hmm. imprisoned by our language, our concepts, you know, notions. So that's kind of how I start to come understand the beyond, you know, mm -hmm. that it, and how do you access that? You know, without your mind. <laughs> well, yeah. meditation is the easiest way. To slowly burn down the the mind or the the house that you live in, but people don't like to hear that 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 meditation will destroy your house, your psychic house. But but it has to go. It's if you want to know truth, it's it's got to go. You know, reality is not what's here. Reality is this and everything else. Yeah, if you can only you can only see what's seeable this mm -hmm. human mind you know? yeah so but but you that's to develop another facility yeah that's where the, the sadhanas are there yeah. and you know when you have a breakthrough in insight that's called revelation you know it means that something has been revealed to you you know a, a higher science or a higher vision or a higher context has been revealed to you and the, the whole process is just Revelation after revelation after revelation, and and you do have to redefine yourself with with each insight that that you acquire. Mm -hmm. That's okay. We'll we'll vacuum the floor after. Okay. You know, don't worry about it. Yeah.
No, because there's so many leaves outside and such. We'll vacuum at, at, at the end. So it, it's a journey, but it's, it's fun, you know. I mean, it's, it takes a lot of sacrifice, you know. It takes, there's a certain amount of normal difficulty, but it's, it's, it's I would say, unimaginably interesting. It's just, it's just off the charts interesting. And it's, it's it not... Is. It certainly is. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to compare myself with your experience. Obviously, it's not there, you know. But even what I started to look at is, is absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it is. It's a journey. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's a journey. And it's, I think it's a... It's, it's rigorous, but it's a heck of a lot of fun. And, and, and uh, it's sort of mind-blowing to, to, just to see. You, you're sort of just looking into the forces of nature in a very intimate way. And, and realizing that, wow, all of this is going on, and I, and I didn't have a clue. You know? and for me, it has also meant some kind of closer connectivity to what's around me. Sure. And, and including my cat. Everything. That's why you, you, you become more and more harmless or you start to practice ahimsa. Be, 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 you, you come to not wanting to harm anything because it's all part of in this extensive connected existence. You know, and, and you have that compassion and may all be well. You know, so may may all existence be beneficent. So, you know, your neighbor is your brother. You know, you, you want everyone to be housed, everyone to be fed, everyone to be cared for. You know, you, you, com compassion, uh, it, it just becomes sort of a type of basis because you just realize that Everything is part of everything, <laughs> you know. So, what do you want to foul? It really sort of is that simple, you know. So you do your part, you know. You, you, you know, we don't. We're not empowered to change the world, but we're empowered to to do our bit, you know. So whatever your bit is, you know, do it, you know. But it, now it's an enlightened bit, as opposed to just self-serving bit. <laughs> which is what most people are, you know, functioning around. And, and the thing is, you know, the world is an, an infinite amount of karma is all flying around, but we can be a purifying element in the world. You know, it's God's world, so God is going to sort it all out. And it's going to... Very needed. Yeah, but... We're all the filters. Yeah. Sorry. But you know, if you're if you become a, a a yogi, you you do your bit as per the will and the way of God, and and you actually have an actual method to understand the will of God. You know, and the and the method is made made clear to you. You do your bit. You come. You go. That's it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Any closing thoughts? Yeah, I don't know if you... Today's been an unusual day. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, well, you know. Uh, for me, sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, you, you three gentlemen have sort of uh, cast the conversation. <laughs> but, you know, my attitude is, you know, that was the conversation that was necessary for today. Uh, you know. Starting anew. Yeah, okay. starting anew. <laughs> so uh, I don't try to lock anything up. Just That's exactly what you did. Start yeah. anew. Start anew. Well, it can't hurt to hear the, hear this over and over and over again. So yeah, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. good for all of us. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it, it, the the you know what the problem is in yoga, is the higher you go, the fewer you can talk to. <laughs> That's the problem. You know, yeah, because if you start if you start really talking about the things that you've seen and the experiences God has given you. It's so far out there that everybody's eyes glaze over <laughs> because they don't have a frame of reference, you know. So it's like being a pilot and going to Alpha Centauri and then coming back and trying to talk to people about it. Right. But what is it for you in, in your life besides the experiences? What, what is it for you? Well, what does it, I mean, it sounds like miraculous, right? Uh, what you're talking about. Well, the, the, just the fact that, you know, that, that the universe is infinitely loving. Infinitely. We don't live in a hostile universe. You know, we, we, we live in an infinitely loving universe. It, yeah. and, and, and also, like, the, the, the primary fear of the average human being is, I'm gonna die. There's an, there's an existential angst with average human beings about the whole death issue and then what what you find out in yoga is that's all a bunch of baloney this 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 idea of death is a bunch of nonsense there is transition yes like i transition from changing my clothes you know daily but i'm still around i'm still here you know the principle is still active so if i change bodies it, the principle is still active <laughs> you know it, it's it's it there, the there is. N but you you were talking about less people listening to you the higher you move. Yeah, well, they, just, they have no frame of reference. It, it doesn't exist in their reality, so they, you can't talk but to can them. Can you? But the highest you, stuff, you no. Can transfer it in some way, maybe to. The Not really. I can give them. Well, what? I can give them methods for realization. Methods of seeing. Um, uh, at, at my level, that, that's at my level. My master is a whole other organ, or, whole other level of reality, where he can actually put the various experiences upon you, of of various revelations. Uh, that that's uh, masters can do that. I that's be, that's beyond my pay grade. <laughs> but how to do it? I know the sciences. And then you know? masters talk also about just. Being there around them, you know, I've heard masters say things like just being in my space, kind of. So just, that's true. You know, there's something happening. Oh, oh, oh! That's that's that that's a fact. Yeah. So that that's a fact. So that might be a way that you benefit. Oh, sure. It's it's by, by moving higher. You know? Yeah, they're they're a higher energetic, and they're they're influencing everything around them.
Everything around them is being purified. Uh, you may not even know who's listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, when you're in a safe way or so. Yeah. Well, or if you're people just being alive. You know? It's not a question of them listening, but or being affected. You know? There is an effect. Yes. Any anyone who lives a life of persistent prayer and persistent meditation, you're. You, you are generating an energy just because of the activity that you're in. And people are benefited consciously and unconsciously by that. Most of the time unconsciously. But, you know, that's okay. You know. So b being around a master, you know, me, in my mind, that's like the center of the universe. You know, to be in their company is just, is like standing in the center of the universe. That's like how I felt with my master, so but any master is like that. You still see yourself being in their company. Oh, sure, I've never left. Yeah. I've never left. Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whether they're in the body or not, it's it's a whole lot of fun when they're in the body. <laughs> but if, there, if the connection is there, whether they're in the body or not is no longer, uh, it, it's not consequential. It's fun when they're in the body. But it's not consequential, you know. The 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 communion, the the relationship is still existing, you know, the, and the support system is still is still existing. Those none of those things are, are changed by whether in body or out body. So, um, but you do miss having a cup of tea with them, <laughs> you know. You you do miss walking with them. Well, you can do that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, you do. Because it's 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 just such a singularly unique situation. Yeah, and we get attached to these. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's like when do you get a chance to stand with living sanctity, where you actually have the sense, and and you're standing in the radiance of sanctity. You know, it's such a singularly unique situation. You know, so you can imagine the twelve disciples of Christ. You know, exactly. I think that's that's you know you you realize that you know this is manifest sanctity that you're standing with, that you're talking with, that you're walking with. It, you know, it, it's it's so off the charts of of an exceptional experience. You know, and that's why I say, in, at least in my mind, how I've always interpreted it. Interpreted it is it's, it's sort of like standing in the center of the universe. It's like where else would you want to be? You know, you know whether it's all the masters are the same center They're all the same Reality So by whatever master you stand with you're standing in the center of the universe Eventually that center becomes you Eventually you become part of it. That's right. You're, you're you know, you're like a you're like a a planet orbiting in on the sun and slowly, you know, getting drawn in, <laughs> drawn in until you par become part of that blaze. So you, you sort of know your destiny in a way. You, you, you know, no matter what troubles you go through, it ends well. The story ends well. You know, and, and basically, you just sort of want to bring as many people along with you as possible. You know, like, hey, you know, <laughs> the boat is in the harbor. That's the time to get on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when it's out to sea, you have to wait for the next cycle. <laughs> so, 
you know, that's sort of what it's like. But the saints are here, the masters are here, even the angels are here. People don't realize that. People think angels, they think of it as, you know, like beautiful metaphor. I'm sorry, it's not, it's true, they're here. You know, this, great to know. Thank you. Su such beings, <laughs> such beings exist. You know, all, all of that stuff, as wild as it sounds, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. You know. So, but but the thing is, the the beauty of yoga is that all of these things are verified personally, intimately in your life. That is the beauty of yoga. You know, all the all the high and wild, wonderful mysticism can be directly verified in your life. So you know, you you you, you move. It's kind of funny that we need verification of this. Well, we're human, so you, you know, prove it. You know, that's why we're here. You know, that's always been my attitude. Prove it. You know, from my earliest days to today, prove it. Of course, the human mind does that. Yeah, but. You know, and then what happens is that you know you, you you sort of just become a voice, you know that like this is so. You know, like I don't care whether people believe me or don't believe me, but I'm still going to say this is so, because I'm speaking directly on my personal knowledge, personal experience, lived life experience. Yeah. So ten thousand people can say it's not so. I I understand why you say that, but it's still so. <laughs> You know, no doubt. Yeah, well, no doubt because it, it's the same thing as an elephant stepping on your foot. There's no doubt whether the elephant stepped on your foot or not. <laughs> Either it did or it didn't. And, and if it did, you know. And it's the, that's that's the level of conviction that you have. You know, there's no more maybe. You know, there's no more maybe in our business. You know. <laughs>